0: Self-serving, persuasive talkers Of
1: everything and nothing
0: We, we are, are a Conversation, Conversation Con, Con Artists Con Artist. What's going on?
1: It's your boy Mr. On Point And I am you Red
0: And we are Conversation Con Artists Back at you with another episode
1: Don't mind me I have a bit of a cold So I know I sound like Michelle i I'm sorry
0: mm-hmm. Yep <laughs> But, you know, we're still going to have the episode.
1: We are. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have this up loud. You'll scare yourself to death.
0: We. I got to keep Red calm because it starts getting weird if she get excited. We've done some tests. <laughs>
1: it gets to be a whisper. <laughs> so I've got to remain calm. <laughs>
0: yeah that's that's the situation today (laughs) so what i need y'all to do is go check out the website www.conversationconartist.com check out the links for our stories that we're talking about today our current episode as well as older episodes and you can leave us some feedback on the left side of the screen hover over that mail envelope send us some feedback subscribe to our newsletter move forward from there you can find me on Twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point.
1: And I can be found at Red underscore Calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So, if you have a question, I just sound so much like Minnie Mouse. If you have a you question do. that you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into the website or you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com.
0: I can... I can do my my side of the show like Mickey Mouse if you want to.
1: No, <laughs> I can do that. They don't. They don't have you. You're gonna give them some relief from me. Okay, we can't okay, both okay. be doing it. I mean, just trying to help you feel better about the situation. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but we have a question um, about what is rape culture, and this came about because a friend of mine was listening to a different podcast. Forgot to ask him the name of the podcast, but there was a sex therapist on the podcast that said she was talking about what she felt like rape culture was. And he was very confused because a lot of the stuff that she was saying is things that, like, he's done. Her whole thing was men talking about women and sex is rape culture. I don't agree with that. I feel like it depends on the topic of the conversation. Now, if a man is talking about um, a consensual sexual encounter he had with his boys or in the locker room or whatever, it's in bad taste, but it's not rape culture to me. The The part that's important to me in rape culture is that it has to be the consent part. The consent is not there. Now, of course, it's in bad taste, like I said, but women do that. Like, women sit around and they talk about men. Like and sexual encounters with men is that rape culture too is it rape culture on both sides like to me that's not rape culture what donald trump said is rape culture because he was talking about how he could get away with assaulting a woman Based solely on the fact that he has money. So he can do it and she didn't want it, but she's not gonna do anything because he's Donald Trump. That's rape culture. That that's a different conversation. But like talking about, you know, you and Susie over the weekend when y'all were together and it was consensual. Again, bad taste, but not rape culture to me. But I think I don't even think that women can talk about
0: I don't think women having the most extreme dialogue talking about sexualizing men is rape culture. I mean, they can have a conversation about taking it from him. And I don't <laughs> think that would be rape culture because they are not perpetrators. Well. They are not excluded. I'm I'm trying to say it wrong. The culture doesn't exist from the woman's side. There are isolated instances at which women do sexually assault men and rape
1: men. In prisons that have a life. People uh, don't realize that like the female... COs that's happened before. I mean,
0: that happens, mm. but it's isolated incidences. It's not a culture in which women do that, opposed to the culture upon which men do that. And culture just means a set of norms. That's all culture is, a set of norms that exist within a particular group. Your community has a culture. Your church has a culture. Your job has a culture, as opposed to other jobs like it. Everything has its own culture. That's just its own way of existing, its own set of rules. Rape culture means that the context for which rape exists, uh, uh, based on how men have, you know, overtaken the women's body by force and have been allowed to do that, that's rape culture that don't mean every man participate in rape culture you know there are a group of men a set of men that participate in rape culture and i just so for me rape culture is just the idea that our society allows women to be victimized and blamed and it doesn't give men any accountability uh as much accountability as they should have and it doesn't protect women in those instances that's rape culture. Rape culture means that when a woman goes to the police department to talk about a rape, they ask what did she have on? Oh, or what were was you she there? wearing? Oh, yeah. Why were you there? Were you know what did you say? It doesn't say we need to find out who this perpetrator is. Any other thing, you know, if it was um murder, if it was assault, if it was robbery or theft, they always focus on the perpetrator who did this thing, but when it comes to sexual assault, it's always what were you doing? What happened? And that's not to invalidate when it happens to men, but when it happens to men, it's, it's not rape culture. It's not, there's a very small, isolated group of people doing that. Yeah. But when rape happens, it's mostly perpetrated by men. And the idea that it's just talking about sexual interaction. That's not Rick culture.
1: No, and that's what I was, cause that was his concern. He was like, the way that she described it, every man in the world will have been guilty of this at some point. Even like men complimenting women when they're out, like um, when I dyed my hair red, I can't tell you how many men I will be walking around someone, and someone will be like, "What a red!" You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That ain't rape culture to me because I have a choice in it. I can either ignore you, which is what the fuck I usually do, or I can come over and have a conversation with you. I never felt like endangered or anything like that when that happened. It was annoying. It's irritating. It's like, get the fuck away from me. But like her description just made it seem like anything y'all do that has to do with us and sex is rape culture and that's not what rape culture is. And it's a very dangerous, like, that's such a a generalized viewpoint of it. But I I told him it's like this. I feel like rape culture is like racism in that people are gonna have different definitions. Like if you ask somebody, like you probably like had somebody say, let me tell you about this racist shit that happened, right? Mm -hmm. And then they tell you the story and you be like, what was racist about them? What the fuck are you talking about? They weren't racist. I think that it's, it's kind of like one of those things where everybody's perception of it might be a little different. Um, But that is a very extreme viewpoint to me. Like when he was telling me that I was like, that ain't rape culture. Like, no.
0: Because in essence, what she is saying is that men are excluded from talking about sex at all. You know, when sex is such a natural part of our inner beings, you know, we have to have that dialogue with somebody. But I think you also consider that we get into uh, a society where, hell, I learned most about sex from boys at school and porn.
1: Which is terrible. Which
0: are the inappropriate places to learn about those things because my mama wouldn't talk about it. And so her ideas of that might be also rooted in Her feeling like we shouldn't be talking about sex Like that you know and she's just Applying rape culture to her own Discomfort with those things
1: But she's a sex therapist that's scary (laughs) To go to a sex therapist Who has her own like issues like that That would be terrible I can't imagine Like the therapy That she does with people she's supposed to be A certified sex therapist I'm gonna have to ask him what podcast it was He told me but It might be
0: that she doesn't Trust Men to be able to have these kind of conversations in a way that doesn't lead into that I think it might be rooted in her ideas that maybe she think that that's all men talk about Taking in and dominating and things that represent that So, I mean, I think we would have to explore Her understandings of rape culture and men and what she think men talk about Because in her head, she don't believe men can have a conversation about sex that don't include taking it from a woman or belittling or diminishing a woman like two men can be talking about you know the sexual relationship they have with their wives or their girlfriends you know what i'm saying and it not represent rape culture it not represent that those dynamics and so i think we have to understand a lot more about her to know what that is but it's like you said it's just her perspective is just so far different you know than the situation but the danger in A viewpoint like that that is so generalized is the same thing that, that is going on probably with Black Lives Matter. You have you have this generalized message that has people in it from such far extremes that it dilutes what you're really trying to accomplish. If you are if you look at every man and say, well, every man participates in rape culture, you're not going to be able to distinguish the ones that will possibly rape you. You know what I'm saying? If I'm a man that's having a general conversation about sex with with some dudes, and there's a dude talking about like Donald Trump saying that he's gonna take it, you've got to create a dialogue that helps distinguish that Donald Trump from me. You can't say that we all the same. You know what I'm saying? And, and those are not the same. They are not the same situations.
1: And a lot of athletes like came out pissed when Donald Trump said that even. They were like, that ain't no conversation that happened in any locker room. I mean, like, i think men can talk about women and talk about women and sex in a way that it's not rapey like i don't think every conversation that men have about women and sex is about rape again is it it poor taste sure should you be talking about what you did with susie probably not and susie probably don't know that you're telling your boys about everything but that isn't rape culture
0: you know what i thought about that locker room comment and you know what locker rooms don't only exist in the context of sports when you go to your workout room or your spa or wherever you go there's locker rooms there's room with lockers that you put your stuff in and so i think the locker room comment is legitimate i just think it represents a wealthy 59 year old wrinkled white man locker room that's all that is like it's not every locker room
1: has he ever even been in a locker room Like he He had to have been Listen, I'ma tell you
0: I'ma tell you like this. He done built a lot of buildings in a lot of places. He done (laughs) been in locker rooms, whether it's just touring or, or not. You know, but I'm just I just assume Donald Trump have a group of old dudes that they go into a sauna or they go into a locker room or they go somewhere and they wrap up in towels just so they can talk business or politics or, you know, about inappropriate acts with women. So I think the locker room comment is legit. I just think we got to consider what kind of locker rooms Donald Trump has likely been in. And we have to recognize that I don't think it it represents every locker room. But athletes should get mad because most people are thinking about the locker rooms that athletes have, which I've been in and which a whole bunch of athletes in. It's stupid. Pretty much. So the general them generalizations really mess stuff up. You really have to specify, you know, what's going on and what group you're targeting in. So yeah. you can be able to isolate what that is actually. Is. And I think, I mean, I think that's one of the problems that's coming along with our society. Now it's just everything want to be generalized. Everybody want to put stuff in a group of black or white. We don't live in a world of black or white. We live in a world of gray and it's some dark ass grays close <laughs> to black. And it's some white ass grays close to white. But at the end of the day, everything is gray, and we need to look for the gray. Not the damn black and white. (laughs) You know. Anything else about rape culture?
1: I think that's. I mean pretty much sums it up. I think. I think it's good that. We can have conversations like this. I mean he like text me and was like. Hey I need to ask you something about rape culture. (laughs) Because he was really concerned that. Maybe he was perpetuating it. And didn't know it. So just the fact that he was. Cognizant of it, I guess Mm -hmm. it's good, and I think conversations like this need to be had where people sit down and say, "Hey, you know, this is what I feel about this. This is what I think about this." So,
0: well, let me finna do this off the top of the head real quick, but let me think of a a just I guess a what creates rape culture for dudes, at least when it comes to dialogue. Because there is a strong idea going around a lot of men that when a woman say no, you know that means yes, so that means keep going, you know. And I've heard women buying to that too, you know, sometimes. But that is rape culture. It is. <laughs> if you if one of your boys is talking about that, you know. I don't know if you're gonna want to go social justice warrior on him <laughs> and be like bro you are participating in rape culture i cannot stand for it <laughs> the truth of the matter is we're not gonna be able to do that okay but what you can do is educate that dude about hey man you, you know that shit Nate Parker done went through you know what i'm saying so if the girl say no you probably want to let that shit go bro
1: and if she can't say yes or she can't say no, then she can't say yes either. Like a non-answer, just take that as a no. Like if she's so intoxicated or if she's so whatever the fuck that she can't respond, that's a no. Like if she can't say no, she can't say yes, just take it as a no and move on. Like don't get caught up in that kind of a situation. See me personally, I don't get
0: why you just As a dude just want to stick your dick in something (laughs) that can't even say, okay. that can't possibly really enjoy it. That's probably on the verge about to throw up. You might as well go to plenty of fish, look for one of them profiles that say massage therapist and got a picture of her ass on the sink and just pay that money (laughs) because that will keep you out of a shitload more trouble than Having sex with an intoxicated girl that couldn't even give consent—I don't get it. That's just—I'm just not that deeply. I'm not that deep into to my masculinity and my ego and my pride. I feel like I need to dominate a woman, or that I—I I have to conquer that woman sexually. But
1: you're not even dominating. Her. Like that's like shooting fish in a barrel type shit. Like she's just laying there. It's not a domination. You I just don't even took mean that.
0: I don't even mean dominating her i mean dominating women like you know like conquering oh, yeah. you know like they say notches on the belt type situation yeah. like in certain situations where a notch on that belt can get you some time in jail you know it's certain situations that's probably the best case scenario because i know some women that if that happened to them you're going to die and never be found again because her brothers or her uncles or her daddies will come for that ass you know what i'm saying I like a
1: lot of <laughs> get rid of a fucking body if I need to. You'll be ghost.
0: <laughs> so I just, I don't get that part. But if your boys is talking about some way to take it, some way to, you know, have sex without her consent, or all girls want you to kind of take it a little bit. No, nah, that's what's that's the kind of part of the conversation that's getting into rape culture when it start being about not respecting that woman's bodies, not respecting her decisions, and not giving her an opportunity to say yes. When you're talking about having sex because you want to have sex, and not because you both want to have sex, then you got a situation. So, just be weary of how that conversation goes from other dudes. Now, at the end of the day, you can only control your part of the dialogue, but if you got somebody that's talking like that constantly, Distance yourself from that kind of dialogue with them because you are enabling that person to participate in it Because if you find out that, you know, you've been just egging them on and saying, oh, yeah, but they then they get a rape charge on them You helped create that situation vicariously. It ain't your fault You ain't to blame But you at least didn't do anything to keep that person from getting to that level because everybody in their environment told them that it's okay You know, and I mean... I've had to do that before. I tell people in in a jokingly silly way, dudes. Who are, I don't, I'm not finna get social justice warrior on, and just be like, look, if you you can get fucked up about that like that. You know that, right? I just want to make sure you know. If it don't come from nobody else in your life, I'm gonna tell you that if a girl think you raped her, that's all that matters. <laughs> it don't matter what you believe you did or not. Yep. If she go to people after the fact and say and says she didn't say no. Or she didn't say yes and she said no you in trouble if she said yes if she said yes and decide that she don't like you for some reason the next day she can go and do the same thing so for me when you have sex you need to be certain that it is a person that you trust it's a person that you you want to carry on uh you trust and and believe will you know not do something like that and also you know you Don't need to treat them like shit because that's a part of it. You need to treat them like a damn person because that's what we are. We're people, yeah. Like, that's and that's that's what misogyny is. I mean, and, and the history of our country comes from a place where women were treated as property, you know. Women were invalidated, their decisions, their bodies, nothing belonged to them, it all belonged to men. And so, we still have the residual effects left of that history, and that's what has this still existing, you know. And it's kind of like Slow money is better than no money So the progress that we have And where there are groups that represent women Whether it's feminist or womanist Then um, I just think it represents a lot of progress But it still Ain't moved far enough The same way with racism
1: What the hell is a womanist?
0: So you know feminism don't really represent When feminism really started Like in the 70's It didn't represent black women Wow, it really represented the struggles of white women. I
1: can believe that yeah. white,
0: like it was, because it was a racially tense yeah, time. Like yeah. feminists didn't invite black women and their problems in there. Plus the extra layer of being black in that, mm-hmm. and so black women created the women's movement.
1: Oh, okay,
0: and so when you look up feminists, that's white women stuff. Feminists is black women stuff. Oh, okay, and so it just distinguishes the different types of issues that they have.
1: I learned something new.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a lot. <laughs> but it was necessary. It
1: was necessary why. because
0: they didn't, you know. Yeah. But
1: so, and it's life. crazy
0: because white women benefited more from affirmative action than any other group in America. And that's I think where they started discovering that feminists weren't really trying to help black women because hey, we moving up. Forget them. Yeah. It's kinda like when you got a uh it's kinda like on movies when you see that dynamic where you got like uh partners, two or three partners doing something, and one of them start moving up real fast and they be like, Well fuck y'all. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I needed y'all at first, but you know, now it's, it's all good. You know, I, I imagine it's that kind of dynamic. But it's crazy. Um,
1: so hopefully that answered that. What our opinion cause again rape culture is like one of those things where if you ask 20 people you probably gonna get 20 different responses as to what their definition of it is so hopefully that gave you a little insight and again if you have a question that you would like for us to answer when i actually have a voice um uh, you can send it in to the website or you can send it to our gmail account which is conversationcardist at gmail.com
0: my first story Which I'm gonna go and get out there goes into rape culture. Derrick Rose was acquitted of rape. You know he had this case going on in which Mm -hmm. he said the sex was consensual. She said it was not, and he got acquitted. He's good. After the trial, the jury wanted to take pictures with him, so they had a photo op after that. That's that goes into rape culture.
1: That's so inappropriate. Now,
0: the thing is, he was acquitted, you know, so.
1: But he was acquitted because of them. And then they're taking it him. That's what I'm saying. He
0: was acquitted, so technically he didn't do anything. But it's in the same sense that the court said that Nate Parker didn't do anything, but something happened. And I think that it's kind of disrespectful to the other side. And to show that and that's where rape culture comes in it just doesn't take the victim into consideration it doesn't take the idea that this could be affecting this person in a horrible way you know to okay he's acquitted she's crying and they said hey can we get some pictures with you
1: because in my mind that's gonna make me feel like oh okay so y'all acquitted him because you fans because you're his fans and so it didn't have anything to do with the fact that you didn't think he raped me it has everything, the fact, to do with that he's Derrick Rose, and y'all are fans. It's in that hey, y'all are wanting to take pictures and shit. Like, what the fuck?
0: And that, like, that, those are the fine lines of walking with rape culture. Like, it's it's not, and that ain't Derrick Rose's fault, but all of those jurors, they didn't even think that, hey, this woman can be going through some kind of trauma right now. She could really be experiencing a bad time, you know? It's not appropriate for us to get pictures of Derrick Rose right now but
1: i lost my mind If I had been here I would have been like You bitches you! I would have made such a scene I would have made such a scene If I walk out and y'all are taking pictures Oh really oh, okay, I would have just tore that courtroom Up It would have been so bad Good for her for not doing that Cause I would have <laughs> fucked everybody in there. They would have had to call the, the guards Like come get us. Call the pole because I would have fucked everybody I could before they got to me up. That's crazy. It's so disrespectful. Y'all go just take bitches with this one? like That, oh, I just, I can't even imagine how I would have felt. I would have had to fuck up somebody. It would not even been fucking him up. I had have fucked up as many of them jurors I could have got to. Before the um, fucking gods got to me, like, really?
0: And it showed Derrick Rose just smiling and stuff like Well, why, why wouldn't he be well, smiling? Well, clearly just gotta quit it. clearly he is happy that he yeah, got yeah. quit. It. But It's just oh, I don't just know. A- I guess I guess the kind of person that wouldn't do that. I'm thinking he could have been a little bit more empathetic, but then I imagine that somebody who would be empathetic after that wouldn't even be the kind of person that would do some shit to get them in this situation anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what i'm saying so it's probably fitting that he wasn't <laughs> empathetic and that he was all smiley and shit because he didn't believe he did something
1: but that's the same way with like how nate, people's problem with nate parker is how apathetic he has been like and that's part of why people got pissed and didn't want to go see the movie because of in them interviews he gave in which he was just like i ain't do that i ain't gonna do with it no i'm not sorry
0: and it's crazy because He has distanced himself cognitively from the situation just because a court told him that we don't find you guilty of things. That's the only reason, you know, like I said before, maybe you didn't rape somebody if you didn't, you know, maybe it legitimately wasn't rape, you know, but there are way too many lines that were crossed. To get into getting to a situation where it can be perceived as such
1: i'm sorry you said maybe it legitimately wasn't rape and it just made me think about legitimate rape that the republicans were trying to push this last election where they were like if you were legitimately raped your body shuts down and so actual rapes don't result in pregnancy that just made me go back to to that it was so fucking ridiculous where did
0: that even come from
1: some Republican, I can't remember who it was. I don't want to hear
0: from a politician. If it didn't come no, from a scientist.
1: So he, it came from a doctor, but this is a doctor who has lost his license and who the medical community does not even acknowledge anymore. So he did get it from a doctor. There was a doctor that said that there were things in place, apparently, that somehow knew... When a woman was in trouble, and so her reproductive organs essentially lock it down. And so if you're legitimately raped, a baby will not be, you won't get pregnant. So if you're pregnant, you weren't raped, is essentially what they were trying to say. And they were calling it legitimate rape. (laughs) I can't remember which, I know it was a Republican. I just can't remember his name right off.
0: I don't understand because what do you? So what did that mean when you when you don't get pregnant but you get raped?
1: Well, if you don't get pregnant and you, then you are raped,
0: so if you get pregnant, you weren't raped.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: They, I just I just think I think they believe that you know if you don't want to have sex, then you're not going to lubricate, and then it's not going to happen and yada yada blah 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 and so I think that's the root of why they believe that if you can get raped like if a man can't put his penis in you then you somehow in some kind of way desired it
1: it was Todd Atkin that was the guy's name it was in 2012 Todd who? Atkin, a Republican yeah he said that um he was from Missouri Pregnancy rarely occurs as a result of what he called legitimate rape. <laughs> he said their body shuts that whole thing down if they're like raped.
0: He's not smart,
1: and so they would not um they wouldn't get pregnant. Todd Akin was his name, and I forgot what his doctor friend that he got it from.
0: He is not a smart politician.
1: hell oh, my lot of Republicans aren't. <laughs> No shade, but they're not.
0: So, since we started with rape culture and I got a couple of rape culture things, I'm going to go into the next one, which is basically just triggers. So, me and Red are both therapists, counselors, whatever you want to, whatever term you like the best to refer to that group of people. (laughs) And, you know, we work with people that have traumas that have experienced things and triggers exist under any mental illness under any trauma they are things that really make you remember shit
1: so So triggers it
0: could be a sound yeah and and it don't mean it ain't always bad Yeah, we all have triggers Mm -hmm. like when I play Mega Man 10 which I played a lot for a span (laughs) of like three years in my younger day I can remember things that was going on I can remember how my living room looked I can remember, it just, it connects you to a, a nostalgic time in your life in which you connect to, you connect it to, that's a trigger. So when people experience trauma, negative triggers pop up. Like anytime you get in a car on the interstate and a 18 wheeler get next to you, you have an anxiety or panic attack because you had a car wreck when you were young on the interstate where the 18 wheeler was involved you know or you could have been raped and the man had a had a leather jacket on and all you remember is fighting that leather jacket and so leather you don't like touching le- like it can be anything it's an endless number of things that can be triggers and so i'm really discouraged by the group of people that exist that invalidate triggers and that say uh you know that don't because a lot of people have started using like trigger warning and letting you know that we finna have a, a, a Serious conversation about some stuff that might make you feel a certain type of way But there's a whole genre of people that don't believe that that's necessary. They believe that you know, it's just a over sens- uh over sensitized Culture and people are getting too sensitive and all of these things, but I, I mean I just want to let people know that Triggers exist now. I don't know if we got to go as far as far enough as safe spaces you know, I mean,
1: as Life far as, school.
0: yeah, as far as like some of these universities are creating uh, places for black people to be,
1: It's segregation, you
0: know, and I don't think we need to go that far because even as therapists, what we are trying to do is get you back to equilibrium, put you back in the middle of the world and allow you to handle the world as it exists, not to isolate yourself from that world in a way that, you know, you can always get away because you can't always get away. But you need to know and understand how to exist in that world. So I don't know if I'll go as far as to say safe spaces are some place that you have to be exclusively away from everybody. I mean, I guess if a safe space is a place that you have access to, then that's different.
1: I'm thinking about my college years. I would never have like... I didn't even go to an HBCU. I would never have like wanted to just live where it was just black people and everything was like ran just by black like for what because you're the real world is not going to operate that way when those kids leave college and they go into the workforce more than likely that is not what the climate of their office is going to look like it's just not yeah that's not realistic you're setting up a false sense of security because it's college is already an incubator kind of a uh, situation that's what I tell people that come, like, for couples counseling that, like, may still be in college. You're in a very incubator-like situation. You can see your significant other in between classes. Like, that's all you have is school for the most part. And so it's not realistic. It's not going to account for when you get out and you have a job, he has a job, you got bills to pay and budgeting to do it. So the relationship changes because you're out of the incubator. Doing that whole safe spaces thing, to me, is an incubator. When you get out of that, you're not going to be prepared to survive in a world, because it very rarely are you going to be a black person in America and go somewhere where it's just people who look like you. Like, that ain't the, that's not the reality of it, and that's not how it works. So I wouldn't have even wanted to like, live like that, because when I got out, my first job, I was one of, like, three black people it's not the same like Mm -hmm. that's you where you live where you work like it's probably not gonna look like that it's an incubator
0: and i mean i get the existence of safe spaces but it's not conducive to coming back to your equilibrium to the space where you need to be unless you're certain that you can maintain and carry on a life in that environment it's
1: very hard
0: to do that yeah so i understand them existing but at a certain point, they should be something that you don't need, you know. Uh, but I don't know. And so, if you haven't really heard anything from these people who are who constantly invalidate people that have these traumas and these experiences and may be triggered by things, then you gonna hear about them. You they they coming. You
1: know? And it's so st- because, like you said, triggers don't have to be negative things. And I feel like everybody has experienced that like i've been somewhere before and smelled the smell that reminded me of kindergarten like what my kindergarten classroom smelled like mm-hmm. it doesn't even so if you know that it exists in a positive way i don't understand why you have trouble understanding how it could exist in a negative way right like some women like that have been raped cologne they can't stand a certain kind of cologne because that's the kind of cologne the rapist had on or maybe something he had eaten prior to like it it's crazy how our brain creates these memories tied to certain things Mm -hmm. it doesn't even have to be something big like it could be really small things that bring you back to a place that you don't want to be triggers are real things
0: they are real and i you know i don't think that i think that their denial of of those kind of things are just rooted in the in the content of why like it's because they don't believe that rape culture exists and so when you talk about triggers referring to rape culture or rape they i think that idea takes precedent over the idea that triggers might exist i don't even think they're thinking that far you know what i'm saying ahead I just think that they're adamantly against that thing that they that uh, that trigger is supposed to be for, you know. And it's crazy because one day these dudes are going to experience. It's mostly dudes, but one day they gonna experience their daughter or their mama or somebody in their life experiencing something that they gonna to have to see affects them in order for them to understand that you know it exists it just sucks that they don't give people the benefit of the doubt now i just think this whole cry for everybody being so overly sensitive in america is because it's challenging that old system it's challenging misogyny which benefits men and it's challenging uh the racism institutional racism that benefits white people you know, and those things, is, is they're being challenged. And so there are a lot of people that's going to kick back. There are a lot of people that's in denial. There are a lot of people that don't know it exists. It's a lot of people that know it exists, but they're going to fight back because it's challenging what I got. You know, and I think that's, that's what it's rooted in. All of these different changes are challenging these old systems that give some group some kind of advantage. And who wants to give up power for real? Nobody want to give up power. Yeah. But... That's all I got with the rape culture stuff So you can go ahead With something else
1: Y'all been giving Meek Mill shit again There was like this picture of him With a man bag It was like a messenger bag But I think it was like a Louis bag Mm -hmm. And so of course people made memes About How you finally get your life together And you want to stunt on these hoes He cannot win Like after that whole Drake thing.
0: I and mean, as far as I'm concerned, he he's winning. Cause of Nikki? Yes.
1: What happens when she wakes up and she's like, you know what? I'm kinda over this. Then what? She
0: she, she should have been the woke up to me. You're right.
1: You're if right.
0: she hadn't woke up by all this shit, I feel like if Meek Mill just sit down in a room and be quiet the rest of his <laughs> life and live off of their money, he'll be okay. If she hadn't called it quits at this point. She she under some kind of spell I don't know what I don't know Or maybe the bar is so low Of dudes that she done fucked with in her life That maybe Meek Mills is a decent dude In a relationship
1: That makes me really sad for her If that bar is that Cause let me tell you some Meek Mills
0: Listen we don't know how Meek Mills Personal social life is as far as it pertains To relationships we don't know we don't know
1: okay we don't know for sure but the clues that i have from the other areas of his life do not make me confident that he would be great in a relationship all that
0: we know about meek mill is that he have pro- relation. he have problems with dudes
1: and he's sensitive and he gets in his feelings really easily
0: as it pertains to dudes
1: if he does it with dudes why would he do it with females Dudes are the ones that men Normally wouldn't want to be that way In front of Men don't normally get in their feelings in front of dudes They just don't The fact that he is doing it in front of other guys Make me feel like he do that shit In front of her too Why wouldn't he It might
0: benefit it for her
1: What no oh, I don't know. Listen. No sense listen. But I'm saying
0: <laughs> You don't want the same dude that'll throw a dude on the ground And bust his head yeah, in in the living room Well, that's true <laughs> you do want a sense. You do want a more rationally sensitive version of that dude when y'all in the damn bedroom
1: well, yeah, but I just feel like Meek would be that kind of person who would be like Like I would I would get up I would go to work about 12 o'clock. I would start receiving text messages. Like oh, you can't tell a nigga good morning Also, oh, you just say you just say like I just feel like he would require a lot of attention like he got mad at her when she left when he was on house arrest and he couldn't go nowhere i'm not gonna fucking sit in the house with you you did that stupid shit i come visit i'm not gonna live with you for the entirety of your fucking house arrest i'm sorry i got shit to do i'm not gonna do that like i just feel like he's sensitive all across the board which does not go with his whole um battle rap persona At all, And I think that's why people give him so much shit. Because you come from battle rap. Yeah, here you are. Being sensitive with Drake. Being sensitive with fucking um, the game. Just being sensitive overall. And I don't think people expect, people expect Drake to be sensitive. Nobody expected Mink Mills to be this really, really sensitive guy who easily gets his feelings hurt. Like he just, I don't know.
0: I mean, I think all the stuff that he been going at plays into disrespect, that irrational sense of disrespect <laughs> that make you feel like you got to respond to something. But even if that's the case, even if he is, what I'm saying is, I guess that caters to whatever Nicki Minaj needs because she been there for too long. It's yeah. been too long for this relationship. Celebrity relationships don't last this long. This is getting over into we finna have a baby. That That's the time frame that it's getting into. It's getting into Nicki is pregnant in the news news headline
1: I hope that doesn't happen for her sake
0: I don't know Then
1: you will be tied to this man for 18 years I hope it do You hope that for Meek, not for no, her No, I don't even hope it for Meek Why do you want that Because I hope she would have let his ass
0: go long ago <laughs> She need to learn this 18 year lesson <laughs> She need to learn that shit Or Meek Mill's just a good dude I wonder if he got kids.
1: He has a son or he has one child.
0: I mean, Mills will be like, gotcha,
1: bitch. <laughs> like uh, Dave, Chappelle. Dave Chappelle and Oprah. <laughs> I could totally see that. I could totally see that. Speaking of deadbeat daddies, Angela Simmons and um Sutton Tennyson. I fucking hate his name. Sutton Tennyson. That's his name. We're, um. Did a feature in People magazine with their new baby who is a junior So this poor child's name is Sutton as well and her baby daddy or her fiance I think they're engaged had on this sweater with a fur collar that look like some shit P Diddy with a hat on in like 1999 mm, mm, mm. like that shit they had, they don't look happy. Like, the body language was completely off. Like, I don't even know where they... T- I think he loosely had an arm around her. And she was, like, stiff as shit. Like, like she just ain't used to having his hand on her some shit. Like, it just looked...
0: I she in that situation that Nicki Minaj from going, the B
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> where she realized too late that she fucked up. And now she got this baby. I also didn't like the nursery. Like, I don't know why people... Like, it's one thing to decorate your house in, like, these cool tones or whatever, if that's what you... I just don't feel like that's what a baby's room should look like. Like, the baby's room just look real sterile. It didn't look like a baby's room. Mm -hmm. It didn't look fun, like how I would imagine. Like, my kid gonna have all kind of random shit in their room, like... Until they can be old enough to decide the stuff they like, it's gonna be shit I like. Or that I liked when I was little. So it just looked very sterile like it was all these cool tone blues and she like I don't know it just didn't look like a baby's room to me but she looked unhappy as shit and he like a scam artist like of all the men she had access to I get so mad when bitches do this shit you have access to so many different dudes that are doing well for themselves and you end up with this man who nobody even knows if he actually has a job. Like, what the fuck? Angela? At least your sister got a weigh-ins. He to always have money. Cause it's like a, a million of them doing shit. At least she got knocked up by a weigh You got... I just... I feel bad. I feel bad I for her. I feel bad. She made her own damn decision.
0: She got she a rich-ass did. family. Rich-ass daddy. She had all the tools that she needed to find some good-ass dudes. She could have been like, Daddy find me a good ass dude, sister find me a good ass dude, mama find me a good ass dude, everybody find me a good ass dude. She went to Simmons. She went to behind Pizza Hut trash dumpster (laughs) and said, Hey, employee taking out the trash. Find me a dude, please. (laughs) Like what the fuck is that about?
1: They don't look happy. He don't even look happy. He looked like he looked like she invited him over and was like, "Come over." And then he got there, and was like, "What the fuck are these cameras for?" Like he just looked like he wasn't prepared to be in pictures. And that that sweater, that sweater, earth the fuck out of be like. What sweater? This sweater the thing with he had the
0: on. Yeah. That damn fucking squirrel skin oh. ass shit. I.
1: It look terrible
0: if i was a photographer i'd be like if y'all motherfucking asses don't touch or smile or goddamn something y'all my this is my reputation on the line motherfuckers gonna think i'm taking some fucking morbid ass angry sad ass pictures if y'all don't get y'all family shit together right now i don't give a fuck if y'all want a family before this i don't give a fuck if y'all ain't a family after this but for these motherfucking 30 minutes to an hour photo shoot y'all finna be a fucking family that leather coat. Let take that stupid ass fur coat shit off, man.
1: That shit looks so <laughs> stupid. And like that's what I say. They were dressed for two different climates, because she had on like a like a negligee with a fucking rope, a rope, a robe over it, <laughs> and then he got on fur. Like, is it cold? Is it hot? I mean I'm sure it's really cold in New York in general. But they're inside
0: You're right they could have planned for some different shit inside Or
1: at least look match a little closer Like she looked like she ready to go to the South, South Beach and shit And he looked like he on his way to Alaska Like they were just not They didn't match outfit wise They don't match look wise They just didn't look happy
0: I got something to say That comes from this dialogue but it's Unrelated <laughs> and probably Unpopular opinion Oh god and it's rooted in my own personal experiences. Okay. I'm a junior. Oh. I'm not naming my kids after me. <laughs> I don't I don't think people should name their kids after them. I know if there's a long lineage of that name, then maybe there's something or maybe if you got some strong ass inheritance to take in and you being named after that person maybe, you know, so based on your family, but for me, personally, it either to me it makes you feel like you have to live up to your father's successes or you have to absorb your father's losses. Just like when you see that shit in movies and on TV, like, if you got a real successful dad, you got a son that's expected to live up to his name, and it it does not always happen. And sometimes if you got a dad that's like a criminal, and you got that same name, then they know you're branded with that. You're branded with your father's shit when you're a junior. I don't like that. I mean, I don't have a particularly strong relationship with my daddy. Uh, People come up to me and say, you slim, kid, ain't you? Which means to me that they was a part of his life at the time when some bullshit was going on. But, like, it brands you. And I don't want my children to have that brand of name. And I would even go so far as to say, if you ain't married, you need to give your kid your last name, ladies. Like, I know dudes ain't going to like that shit. Hell no. But... If you're not ready to be there for a child for the duration of that child's life and really genuinely be a part of it, that your last name ain't worth a shit for that child to have it. Your name ain't worth enough for that child to have to carry it on. That last name ain't shit but baggage if you're not going to be a part of that child's life. I don't even like that. I don't like that. Okay. I don't like hearing, I mean, and I understand if, if it was a relationship that was promising at the beginning and at some point it went down, but it's women who have like one-year-olds who got they, the different last name because they took the last name of their dad like that i don't know i I think she's
1: gonna regret it i just don't they're not gonna last i just i don't see that them they're gonna last and then her kid is gonna have this man's name for the whole rest of his life no she's
0: leveraged into this shit lasting because she the one that got everything yeah she's gonna lose so much shit. i want half of the company (laughs) i want everything
1: yeah i mean but yeah my brother my brother had a set of twin boys and he named one of them Junior, and I was like, "So how you gonna explain to the other twin how you decided which one of them was gonna get to be your Junior? You know, like I just feel like, like he had had girls up until that point, so I get you were just waiting, waiting to get somebody with your name, but then at the point where you had twins, you gotta let that shit go. You don't get to do that now. But his that's life, how you
0: that's like, how you create that." Luke Cage <laughs> bullshit that went on in the show. I ain't gonna say nothing else about that just in case you ain't seen it though.
1: Cause you know how you hate spoilers. I hate spoilers, I don't do spoilers, I don't spoilers. Um, other name is so far, like their name is Michael Jr. and Xavier. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how he gonna explain to Xavier why he didn't get to be Jr., you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think my he has a favorite between the twins. Like he thinks one of them is gonna be like a model, and they're not they're not identical twins, they're fraternal twins, so
0: that, please tell me it's not junior
1: I can't remember I think it is junior oh shit that he favors, so that's just gonna create a whole lot of problems and I told him like, why would you name, like? You can't you just missed out on the junior train you got twins you can't do that because one of them is gonna feel some kind of way about it like you can't do that to him he still did it because he grown and they you know grown people do what they want them. but they have some sibling going on, rivalry going on between them now because of that
0: so let me tell you what kind of thing happens <laughs> when you're a woman that is leveraged into a relationship with a man because you got shit, and he ain't got, shit. and he ain't got shit. Mary J. Blige and Kendu Isaacs is about to get a divorce, and Mary J. Blige is being getting roasted on social media because of what this man done requested. Now he probably gonna get all of that shit, yeah, because that's what spousal support do. Yeah, if you provided a particular type of lifestyle for your mate. Then when you divorce You got to help him maintain that lifestyle Or her in most cases And the first thing I want to say is that it's a lot of men out here talking about some Women was alright when Kobe You know wife Wanted this money in the divorce settlement Women was alright when you know uh, Michael Jordan wife got all that money Y'all need to be alright And Mary J. Blige need to cut that check Why Why clearly (laughs) clearly that's going to be the case but motherfuckers need to put they sensitive ass selves out there when shit like this happen like just being so overly involved in that black and white comparison the dichotomy like he gonna get the money (laughs) you know what i'm saying why you gotta put that extra shit out there (laughs) you know what i'm saying like calm the fuck down all of them situations were way different Them other dudes has been cheating like hell. Now, I don't know if Mary J. Blige is cheating or not. You know what I'm saying? But all of those situations are different. Too different to be comparing and contrasting and shit.
1: They've had like rumors going on that, I don't know if it was him cheating. They've had a rocky marriage. It Mm -hmm. hasn't been perfect. Mary J and him.
0: Well, whatever it is. Maybe she had cheated. I don't know. But let me tell you what comes along with that. (laughs) I'm going to tell you his list of a $130,000 a month and how this list break down. $1,000 for clothing, $3,200 for a personal trainer, $5,000 per month for child support, $5,000 a month for his parents, $7,000 a month in rent, $8,000 for a private chef, $21,677 for charities, and $71,000 for mortgages on several properties. Additional costs for legal fees. Mind you, that $5,000 per month for child support was for his children. Not the children they have together.
1: And what the fuck is he talking about? Charities? I don't why know. Why he get money for charities fuck?
0: Probably his own damn charities. Probably some shit he created.
1: Wow. See, that's, that's what like, happened. That's why you don't marry way below where you at. Because that shit happens. That's why you don't do that.
0: And you know what? Just because that list is $130,000, big and extensive, because it's Mary J. Blige, women that got a job... And that's doing well and got your own place. And you with a man that ain't shit. Don't think your Toyota won't get took by his ass. You know what I'm saying? Don't think you ain't going to have to fight for that space you got. It ain't got to be Mary J. Blige type money. If you with somebody that ain't got shit and you got shit. You can lose shit. Yep.
1: Don't be out here marrying way below. That's what um, Angela about to do is marrying way below. Unfortunately. Sadly enough Can't be doing that shit Um So Kanye mad
0: <laughs> Kanye mad Kanye always mad When does Kanye not mad about this some shit This
1: true He went on a rant at a concert Prior to doing a song And ain't gonna never be a watch the throne too And talk about him How him and Jay-Z daughters Ain't never played together So he butt hurt at Jay-Z for some reason I don't know why But, here's the thing. I probably won't let my kid play with North Nina, And not because I think North is a bad child, but because North got an ain't shit mama. And if I'm raising my child to be a little girl and dress like a little girl and do little girl things, I am not gonna send her to play with a child whose mother is dressing her in bikinis and see-through tops. I'm just not, I'm not faulting the child. But I'm probably not. And I've always gotten the feeling that Beyonce was not here for Kim. So it may not even just be Jay-Z alone. Beyonce might be like, hell no, she ain't going over there to play with North. You done lost your mind. But even if you are upset about this, why are you spreading this the, your business out at a concert with your fans? Like, why isn't this something you wouldn't just take over with Jay-Z? Y'all supposed to be cool. Why wouldn't you just be like, hey, man. We ain't had no playdate. Fuck is going on? Instead of getting and doing and airing all of this out at a fucking concert,
0: because that would be relatively normal. <laughs> and we all know that Kanye West lives in the land of magical unicorns, top hats, monocles, rainbows, leprechauns, all that shit. And he don't do normal.
1: He doesn't.
0: He do extravagant.
1: He does.
0: He do irrationally extravagant. That's I mean, what he do.
1: And that's what he doing. But I feel like this. You pick your mate, right? You pick the person that you going to be with. You can't make people like that person just cuz you like them. And you can't make people want to hang around that person just cuz you like them. So I feel like I feel like I could still be friends with somebody and not be fond of their spouse because that's happened before I have had friends that married people that I was like you stupid as fuck for this but all right girl do you I ain't gotta hang around him I don't that's your choice you decided to do that okay but I'm not gonna be around him just because that was your decision to make but I'm also not gonna get upset that my friend is spending time with her husband because that's why she married the nigga. so okay right but Kanye if you decide you want to marry Kim you can't think that she gonna be able to just get in with you everywhere just because you cool with certain people and I really feel like that's the main reason I feel like that and I feel like because Kanye lives in this magical world of unicorns and top hats and monocles that it get to be a lot and maybe we were able to be friends prior to your departure from reality but right now you allowed to take i don't want to be around you sorry
0: and i wonder if it's like have kanye reached out to jay-z and beyonce to get some play dates together and they just never <laughs> like they curving his ass huh? or or you know has he not even reached out but him in his narcissistic mind and expected them to be like hey let's have our children play with your children because she's amazing and awesome <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like it, uh, Context matters. But you know what? For Kanye, context don't matter.
1: No, you know? it really don't. It
0: really don't. And you know what? I'm just inclined to believe that Jay-Z don't give a shit about shit. Jay-Z just sit back making money and just be like, mm, Kanye gonna be Kanye. I don't <laughs> care. No response. Jay-Z ain't never responded to no bullshit. Mm-hmm. Go find me some shit that Jay-Z didn't to outside of his early rap career. Yeah. You know, early rap career. People early in their rap career They always respond to beefing and, and people going at them But you know Rich Grown man shit Jay-Z <laughs> He ain't got time for your shit
1: He really He knows. got
0: on his suit and tie Just to He
1: might be on the way To get, get in his last meal With the Obamas Before they leave the ass <laughs> Even that Shows you the difference In the lifestyles they lead. I could never see Michelle and Obama Breaking bread With Kanye and Kim Yet they are very close with Beyoncé and Jay-Z. Like that just is an example of the very separate lifestyles that they are out here living. And so maybe y'all just can't be as close as you were before. People grow in different directions. But the fact that you are airing this out at a concert, that ain't going to make me run over and be like, yo, Let's get blue and north together. That's going to make me be like, I was fucking right about you. This is exactly why we don't hang out. Because they're pretty private people outside of Lemonade. And I just feel like anything that happened, Kanye would do a whole fucking interview about that play date. I really do. And I'm not going to take that chance. So, no, hell no, they can't get together with you attention whores. They, we good. No thanks. Mm-mm. I
0: don't know. Yeah. Man, you gotta be careful with your kids, man. You I really don't think it'll be a problem if, like... I mean, they're young. They're at a young enough age now where if you just put them in a room and let them play, then it'll be fine. You know? But he Blue don't need to go over there and be watched about him. You know what I'm saying? Like, tight situation, but <laughs> I don't know. But it's just like, I need more context. I need to know if they have been curbing his ass or if you know, he just magically think that what he want to happen in his head is supposed to automatically happen. And when it don't, he'd be on his motherfucking rant shit.
1: I'm more inclined to believe it's the latter and not the former. Perhaps. But maybe not. I don't know.
0: Um, there is a petition out to include Judge Clarence Thomas in the new African-American Museum. He's not included. In the museum the only time he's included Is talking about Anita Hill's Deposition where she was talking about him You know sexually Whatever he did sexual harassing her yeah, whatever he
1: misconduct
0: Yeah So This brings up a very Very valid Dialogue I think Because when you talk about Thomas Sowell Sowell however you say his name And Clarence Thomas you're talking About black people That have had dialogue and made decisions that have negatively impacted black people, but they are still a part of African-American history. So are those people that you involve in that museum or are those people that you selectively take out of it because of the impact that they've made?
1: Is Bill Cosby in it?
0: I don't rem- I don't know. I know that they were going to have a Bill Cosby, a whole Cosby thing, but they... I don't know if they put it up or not. Um, but technically, those two ain't did nothing wrong. Technically, Bill Cosby ain't done nothing wrong yet, according to the law. But we know some shit happened. Yeah. And the same thing with Clarence Thomas. But he's the longest running African-American Supreme Court judge justice. So, I mean, I don't like Clarence Thomas. I don't like Thomas Sowell either. I don't like them. they are, they are dudes that white people love.
1: They're Ben Carson's
0: because it ain't even Ben Carson's. They are they are far more extreme versions Ben Carson. At least, but Ben Carson has acknowledged some black folk shit before, in the least. But Thomas Sowell and Clarence Thomas have been so critical of black people. I feel like the way that they communicated, they afraid of their black skin. And they hate they black skin. That's how I feel. I don't feel like they would ever say I'm proud of my black skin and my black heritage. I don't feel like they would ever say that shit. So they're
1: Uncle Ruckus's? Uncle
0: Uncle Ruckus's. I mean, yeah, that's what it seems like.
1: (laughs) That's really sad.
0: You know, but and so being a Supreme Court justice that feels that way. He's not pushing legislation that will help the conditions of African-American people. I think that he feels like he is an exception to the rule. And so, I made it. Everybody else can make it. And some people who make it and who are exceptions to the rules of what dictates what your culture is, they make it and they say, I made it, but I know everybody can't make it. I know everybody like me didn't have the opportunity. I know everybody like me didn't have the chances, but some people who make it, like I feel like Clarence Thomas is, they make it and they believe everybody can do it. And everybody had the same opportunity. It don't matter about your skin color. The thing is in America, it's on paper that skin color matters. Whether it's black, whether it's Latino, whether it's Asian, skin colors got Asian Americans incarcerated during World War II, doing internment camps because of their color, because of how, they, how their facial features are distinctly different and pointing them out and saying, you going to this camp. And it's the same thing for brown people
1: and it's the same thing for Latino Americans. So why include him? I mean, I feel like if his only contribution is being able to hold this position but not doing anything positive with the position itself, why include him?
0: Because knowing nothing else about Clarence Thomas, knowing nothing about the things that I know, a young eight-year-old that see his picture amongst a whole bunch of white pictures will be valuable to that kid. Now, when he turned 18 or 19, he might find out, damn. But it's still going to represent something that we didn't have before. In an environment in which... Is the best place to see it. Anywhere else, he's anywhere else that eight-year-old see Clarence Thomas, it ain't gonna be good.
1: Well, but I don't know that it's fair to just put that in the I mean, if they're gonna put him in the museum, then they have to put his whole history in there, including Anita Baker. Well, they're not gonna put his
0: decisions, and they're not gonna put the ways that some of the decisions he helped make have not helped African American community. They're gonna put just his history, how he grew up, and. Him being a Supreme Court justice. I don't know. I just... And I'm not saying that's my answer. I'm not saying that that should be done. I'm saying that's the dilemma.
1: He gets the benefit from... (laughs) Because then he's going to be remembered for being a better person than what he is.
0: But the problem is, he don't look at it like that. The truth of the matter is, him as a a very conservative individual... He looks at how African-Americans should succeed through the lens of Republican ideals and the way that they believe that black people succeed is you need to be thrown into the deep end and then you need to come out swimming. You know what I'm saying? The problem is we weren't thrown into the deep end of a pool. We were thrown into an ocean, you know, in which you can swim as much as you can, but it's just not going to be easy to get to no edge and no life. You know they're not recognizing the depth to what we're trying to crawl out of, rather than saying you just need to crawl out of it.
1: But that's what I'm saying. If he gets put in, only based on him being the the court justice and he, um, you leave out all of this other stuff, the decisions and everything. He benefits from that. He gets a squeaky clean kind of history and the kids that learn about him may not learn about that other stuff if they go to the museum and they see i mean they're gonna think that he's this role model when he not necessarily is him simply being a supreme court justice and being able to maintain that position doesn't make him a good role model the same way just you being a police officer doesn't make you a good role model because if you're kind of police officer that's out here being racist this shit you are not a role model simply off of your position and so if he gets put in the museum and only the good stuff gets put in there he benefits he gets to become this like amazing person that he isn't in real life
0: well that's the dilemma and I mean I'm not saying that he's not a good person I'm saying that he don't look at black the way black looks at black and the way black should look at black and he's black and that's that's just his own personal thoughts I don't think he got nothing against black I think it's the ways that he believes black should change don't align with how black should actually change and how we believe black should actually change and so the group arguing for his inclusion is one that's saying that you know it's been tainted by liberal ideals you know what I'm saying Um, so him being a conservative and as conservative as he is in the position that he is, he hasn't, he hasn't done anything that helps. And so I don't know, but the dilemma is, should we let this man in this prominent position that no African-American has held this long and in this situation in here, because it is African-American history, or should we exclude certain parts of African-American history that we don't like because that individual don't align with what we think he should align with. That's the dilemma. I don't know the answer. I don't like Clarence Thomas If I walk through that museum and then see him I won't give a shit But I understand the argument To include him So if he was there I'd understand and walk by that shit quick But I'd understand I just don't know I mean I guess that's that's up for debate And either one day Because the museum is new I hope this group didn't expect every single black person That's done shit ever to be in the museum In the first opening But as time passes more people will be at it you know, more, or maybe they should do just a exhibit on his ass and get rid of that shit. <laughs> Be like, we got a Clarence Thomas exhibit talking about his life and his accomplishments.
1: People have said that museums amazing. I want to go, but like, it's so hard to get tickets because it, it, people like they get sold out so quick.
0: It'll it'll pass over. Yeah, it'll yeah, a museum. It's just, yeah, but you got to get on their website and you got to look for them dates. They had some dates They doing tickets right now For February, March, and April I was gonna get some But I didn't I was gonna get some Just to get some (laughs) And just in case Around that time I was able to go I'd go But I ain't tripping about it
1: Let's talk about Who I sound like today (laughs) I tried to watch That Michelle A movie I couldn't do it man I couldn't do it her voice she narrates it so you have to hear her voice the entire time and i can't i hate her voice why does she sound like that her singing voice doesn't sound like that
0: it's a uh it's an american idol i gotta let you hear this shit it's not american idol the voice singer i can't even remember her name now I just gotta let you. She sung a song so powerful and her voice afterward is fucking ridiculous. She's black?
1: Yes. I saw it. You saw it? Yeah. What the fuck? Where I does that come know. from? I don't know. Cause her voice is her singing voice is very deep. Yeah. Kind of like um is it Desiree? Was that the name of the singer?
0: I like a Desiree.
1: 90s singer. Anyhow. Yeah, her boy, her singing voice is very deep. And then her speaking voice is like this. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know, but that's how Michelle A is. But I couldn't wa- I tried I wanted to watch it because everybody was talking about it. So that I could talk about it. I fucking couldn't do it. Her voice and then the girl that plays her in the movie, her attempt to do Michelle A's voice. I fucking can't. It's terrible. Dr. Dre's pissed. I know that. As cause he's be. maintained this whole, every time she's talked about this, sh- sh- he's maintained that he never put his hands on her and that that's not how it happened. He admits that they were together, but he doesn't, he says that he didn't, cause she like, he punched her in the face and all of this shit. She said, he said it didn't happen. And he's always said that every time this comes up, he says it didn't happen. That movie ain't proof that it happened. No, it didn't.
0: I mean, I ain't, I ain't the kind of person She's
1: maintained her story through the years Like she ain't never changed
0: it I ain't the kind of person that's gonna say it didn't happen He might have whooped her ass But I mean, he seems
1: he, he seems like he could have had a problem with that Like, I could see it I would
0: think that I would think that She wouldn't have been the only one Like I would just think relationships before her and relationships after her would have all came out and said, Yeah, he be whooping folks ass. So it's just weird. I don't the know. context of this situation is weird.
1: The movie's like two hours long and I just couldn't sit there and listen to her voice for two hours. I or just- maybe
0: he maybe he did all that shit and then went to a therapist and then changed his whole life.
1: He got a bunch of fucking kids. You know he has a ton of kids? they all look like his ass too he you seen a lot them? Of kids. Uh, he got some strong ass jeans he has one son with her but he has like he had kids before she met him and he's had kids since she's been with him
0: he got the money
1: he got the money but it's like i don't know money isn't all kids need so while well, he can take care of them financially like can you actively be in all of these kids life when they all belong to different mothers and they're all spread out like yeah you're going to be able to take care of them financially but like your presence isn't going to be felt by all of them.
0: Correct. Cause however. The shit
1: with um, Bob Marley kids.
0: However. If you're going to be the kid of somebody that ain't shit, it's better to be Dr. Drake than Tyrone Jones. That's true. Around the corner.
1: <laughs> that's true.
0: You know what I'm saying I like discovered, I
1: discovered I discover you know I watch a lot of YouTube. I discovered this woman, her name is Strong Mommy Chrissy on YouTube. I hate to, see now I feel like I'm giving her views and I don't want to do that. But this bitch got seven kids by six different men. And the only reason that two of the kids have the same dad is that they're twins. And she's only 25 years old. Mm. and like the kids are close in age like like she had a child that was like 6 months old then she went and got pregnant by another dude like the kids are super close and all of them none of them are like above the age of 10 what what the hell is her
0: YouTube channel about?
1: Uh, being a mama of 7 kids just like cause the 6th the child was just born this year uh, the 7th child was just born this year She's still with his dad for now, but he don't work. He's in trade school and her blogs, she vlogs about her life essentially of like having seven kids in her house and taking care of her seven kids. That's what her channel's about. That's stupid. I just, how are you like, how are you that comfortable Having unprotected sex with all of these dudes, like I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got seven kids by six men, and all the reason again that it's not seven kids by seven men is that you had a set of twins, so the twins got the same dad. You too young for that shit. Like, and then she made a video explaining why she has seven kids. I still can't. I don't know that the video didn't explain shit. I mean, it basically was talking about how she lay on her back. That's about it. Damn. Like, she didn't explain anything.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Seven kids, six dads. And you ain't even embarrassed. You started a YouTube channel around it. Well, actually, when her YouTube channel started, she was the mom of five. Kids by four dads. Then it became six kids by five dads. And now it's seven kids by six dads.
0: So the last dude, the one that she had the twins by.
1: No, she had the twins when she started her channel. Cause it was five kids by four dads. Okay. Yeah.
0: Damn. Unfortunate.
1: And I mean For them kids.
0: Who are they daddies can't be involved.
1: They're not how could they po- i mean these are ancient people that she's getting knocked up by so yeah they're not i think there's a few of them that are involved but for the most part now
0: nah. sad sad situation it is so for the comic book fans out there riri williams the blackest ass name that they could have came up with so Iron Man in the new comic series is is gonna be replaced by a 15 year old girl who is a super genius and when pictures first came out she was dark skinned she had a natural hair holding the helmet you was like yes you know black woman victory not just black woman victory but dark skinned black woman victory well when the artist I don't remember his name actually Drew the character he fucked up <laughs> first, he drew her much lighter and he over sexualized her. she's a fifteen year old girl who is oversexualized now women being oversexualized in comics is normal, and then radical oversexualization for women and black women in comics is normal, but you're talking about a fifteen year old girl you know what I'm saying like yeah. I don't want to see a 15-year-old girl on a comic who wears form-fitting stuff and you can see her stomach and all of that stuff. Now, a part of that is because I am but a member of a society that's over-sexualized, so I'm going to look at that sometimes as, you know, a sexual in a sexual manner just because of the content. I don't think that it should be drawn like that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people agree with you. (laughs) Yeah, it's a problem but comics do that all the time like not only comics but video games oh, if you yeah. got a woman you know what i'm saying oh
1: my god it's
0: they just ridiculous. they just got like <laughs> y'all know what i'm talking so about we can do you can look at soul caliber you can look at tekken you can look at you can look at women characters from any game it's barely Even women characters
1: games, like i never understood like mortal Kombat and um And um Street Fighter, why they so scant like if you going into a fight, why you got on like this scantily clad shit? Like it never made sense to me for them to be dressed that way. Well, you
0: know, when it comes to armor in games, more armor has represent not being able to move as much, less armor has been represented being to move more. But the men ain't dressed like that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, (laughs) men the men are dressed the men that don't have a lot of armor still have on, like, clothing. Yep. I just... But... It's no reason for women, even when they're trying to wear light things, to have all of their body exposed. Yep. Except for their nipples. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: some of them characters are like... Uh, I used to play Dynasty Warriors with my brother. Mm-hmm. Even now, the female characters, like have on no clothes and then have like a shield or some shit it's like if you're running around this land fighting all these different fucking people why wouldn't you want to have on some clothes like i I just never understood video game character women characters like it's always like i mean i understand
0: it don't logically make sense in the context of the our societal lens i understand the men that are watching this stuff, in a lot of cases, are men that don't see no action. <laughs> so, hey, let's cater these characters to these groups of men that, you know, essentially sit at this computer desk all day or this game all day, and let's let them get their action through seeing uh, the physical manifestations of women that they want to see in the game. Let's do that. And you know what? That works. Sex sales, it sells everywhere. It's selling commercials, it sells everywhere. But, it really sells in video games, too. It's really selling. It sad. don't make logical sense. No. But the same thing for comics. Like, you can't go find a fully dressed Marvel woman. No. And if she is fully dressed, whatever leather she got on going right up her ass <laughs> <laughs> to where you can see the identified crease and, you know, it's form-fitting over her breasts, Specifically so that they stand out like that. Or it got a little hole in the middle where you can see that cleavage. And what is that hole for? That hole is is ergonomically not going to help you when the wind is blowing heavily at all. It slows you down. So but like the problem with this one is that colorism exists. Yeah, it does. Like, and I don't know if white people are privy to colorism so much, but colorism is the idea that lighter skin is preferred to darker skin and this came from the slave days when there were slaves that were impregnated by the master and they had lighter skin kids those light-skinned kids would get privileges over the dark skin house
1: slaves
0: i mean house slaves and so it would make the dark slaves want to be in that position it would make the light slaves feel higher then the dark slaves, because they got all of these privileges and they created this dynamic in which dark skin has always been shamed, it's always been negative, it's always been something that's not desired. And it's rooted in that culture, cultural time in our society. And, and you come today and you still have residual effects of that. It's still difficult for a lot of people to accept dark skin, you know, the light skin crazes that's going on where light skin women are desired, light skin is on TV light skin with curly hair you barely see when you see black people places you barely see dark dark-skinned black people you yeah. know and colorism don't exist here it exists in asia too you know darker asians are is not are looked down upon yeah than lighter asians
1: they like to be pale
0: yeah like
1: but why again White people, I think, could understand it maybe to an extent because for them, oddly enough, darker is better and being really pale is bad and they get made fun of and which is why they fuck themselves up in these tanning beds and have this leathery looking skin. You remember um, Tan Mom? Uh-uh. You don't remember Tan Mom? Uh-uh. Oh, tan Mom was a mom, a white lady. She got in trouble because she took a five-year-old to the tanning bed, mm-hmm. but she also tanned herself so much that she almost looked like a black person, but like, and her skin was so leathery, it looked disgusting. You need to Google her, so you can, but don't do it like before you go to sleep. You'll have nightmares. But they, the tanner the better. They want to be as dark as possible, which is hilarious considering how much they hate us.
0: But tan, the white people still get all the white people privileges. You oh, know, yeah. because... It's certain things that make you and me black, you know well, yeah,
1: I know I know that I'm just saying like they understand how a different tone of skin is preferable because I mean I have had white friends who were sad that they couldn't tan because like especially redheads, they can't sit out in the sun, they just burn. They don't get that tan color, so they would either have to go to like t- uh, skit spray tans which look orangey. <laughs> Mm-hmm. or just be white as shit like i've heard them make comments like damn my legs are so white you know so they they even within their own culture like there's a difference in the tone of their skin and how it's looked at
0: so the comment that the uh artist made was he showed the picture of what she was supposed to look like which was a darker version of herself And show what he drew was a significantly lighter version and said, is it really that big a difference? This is what I was asked to draw. It is is a big difference when you are underrepresented in something and you change it and you don't even recognize the change. If you don't recognize the change and it's not that big of a difference, then just do it dark. Yeah. Do
1: it the way it
0: was supposed to be. Yeah. Take other people's word for it that the dark will help if it don't make a difference. And if you're saying it don't make a difference, then just darken the photo. Undersexualize the girl Make her a 15 year old genius You know what I'm saying
1: Because a 15 year old genius would not be scantily clad I can assure you She wouldn't be Because she wouldn't be worried about those kind of things She would be focused on her studies On inventions on those kind of things
0: Yeah so I mean This is It's so much shit in our society That we got to fucking get past Mm -hmm. It's so much shit that is Holding us back and keeping us from moving forward. And and showing the potential that we had to be as a society. It's just too much. It's too many people. In one fucking area. With the system that we were created under. A system of exclusion. Our society was created as a system of exclusion. That only included a certain small group of people. White people. That brought a bunch of people in. For all various selfish reasons. And now. We can't even find a way to be inclusive of everybody Without bitching about it Listen at the end of the day White is going away Black is going away Over the course of this history As our culture still continues to go Everybody's just going to look like coffee one day Everybody's (laughs) going to be mixed with three or four fucking things And that's just what it's coming to I think it's going to be little bitty ass Goose of black people like nah we got to preserve black (laughs) Just have sex with black And it's going to be white people that say nah we just got to preserve white we got to just have sex with Wyatt. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we got to get this shit together, man. But that's all I got. Well, for the situation.
1: There's also. Teacher Bay is going to be in Birmingham next week or this week.
0: Teacher Bay. Teacher Bay gets some appearance money.
1: So people are giving her shit again because she's on some flyers for some club appearances at Birmingham. But. Here's the thing. You know, it's classic weekend and ASU is her alma mater. And so she's coming because her school to represent her school. I'm not ready to give her shit for this yet. Now, when she just doing club appearances just to be doing club appearances, I might be more ready to be like, all right man you're doing a little much
0: fuck (laughs) that do you know how much money they be giving for them club appearances
1: i know but if she wants to become a teacher because she's a teacher's aide if she was if if her goal her career goal because club appearances and video girling that don't really go with becoming like a, a a a tenured teacher so for me it depends on what her long-term goal is, cause this ain't gonna help her long-term goal. Being on, on club flyers, it don't look—it's not a good look for teaching. So, but well, she ain't doing that. She's she's agreeing to it.
0: Well, she don't. It don't matter. She don't have to agree. They can put her picture on the fly a flyer. A parent can be like, oh, "Oh, and they not even see her that night and just be mad." That's
1: you know? true. But if she's agreeing to it, that means that she's gonna get more offers to do it. And it could be a. problem. It just depends on what her long term goal now. She might be. She might take this and decide that she want to go the route of being a video girl. I don't know. It I just don't on see what the her problem.
0: Long-term goal is. I don't see the problem because if she wanted to, she's gonna come here for the classic. Go to the goddamn club anyway, do whatever she was gonna do without a flyer and go home and still be a teacher. I don't see what difference it makes if she got a, her picture on the flyer. But you
1: don't have to see it. The parents are the ones that are gonna make it difficult for her to continue on. Cause shit, it was the parents who made this into a big ol' ass thing.
0: But if her if, if her name in tiny letters was on the very bottom of the poster that said teacher they gonna be here, and the parents just saw
1: her in the club, it'd be the same issue. It could be the same problem. No, I don't. They have her photo from like when she was in the classroom. That's the photo that's on the flyer when she had that yellow shirt on and the jeans. It's that photo. That's because it's that's because it's classic
0: weekend HBCU. That's her HBCU. But that's
1: what I'm saying. This will be fine. But if she continues to do club appearances where there isn't the excuse of it's her hbcu she's just representing her school type shit. it could cause more problems for her down the line if she's going to try to become a full-time tenured teacher like she won't i i would be surprised if she was able to get tenure i don't know like i just feel like it ain't it's the same way with me being a therapist like if i was on club flyers And that got out to some of my clients, like my job would have a problem with that. Absolutely. But
0: she can still go to the club and do everything that she would do in a club. The only variable is if her picture is on a piece of paper. Because
1: she's promoting the club. If you go to a club the same way I do stuff that I'm not going to promote to my clients, obviously, she's promoting it as opposed to just engaging in it. That's a difference. Because that's the whole thing It's I a club promotion it's just, I
0: understand It's just stupid that parents will look at that shit like that
1: They will And then that means that the school board And the administration gonna have to look at it too Because they are not gonna want to have to have these fights With the, the parents about it So It just depends Like I don't see a problem with this particular one Because I get why she did it Or why she's um, Yeah engaging in it or whatever Because I know she went to ASU So I get it But
0: At the end of the day, teacher Bay ain't the reason your kid ain't going to be shit. (laughs) If your kid ain't shit, you the reason your kid ain't shit. Bottom line. Pretty
1: much, yeah. But that's all I had. I just wanted to mention that because I just thought it was so funny that she's going to be in the city. I will not be here when she's here, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that's all I got. You got anything else on your mind? Um,
1: thanks again to everybody that watched the video from last week and um that asked questions and you can still watch the video if you weren't able to like see it live it's on our page still so if you want to watch it you can
0: yeah that was our 52nd episode a year in this thing if you joined in appreciate you if you you know clicked on it for a second appreciate you
1: even the people who ask questions after the fact because like we had people that made comments after it wasn't live anymore yeah so thanks to y'all too anybody who wants to make a comment on it totally can
0: so we appreciate y'all yeah but uh that's all we got
1: yeah i'm gonna go drink some tea (laughs) please do i will not sound like this next week Thank you for listening Because I'm sure this has been painful If
0: you listened You talking shit about Michelle A And you out here sounding like Michelle A-like
1: For an episode This been sound like this a whole life
0: Listen if y'all If this your first episode listening She don't sound like this Don't listen <laughs> to a past one You'll see how she really sound this, Don't let this shit throw your ass off If you wouldn't listen to this shit no more Because of that
1: I do not know it really sound like this I can assure you So yeah
0: well, until we come to the next conversation. We Holla.